Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I knew I was on it. Yeah. I knew I was confident. I knew I was flying. I wanted to desperately for, wanted to have success. So when we had that and Brighton, I really took it. And horrible night for me because I lost half my, my, my teeth as well, if you remember. So uh, Dick Mackey, uh, the physio, found my teeth on the pitch and I could tell you every goal probably and what it looked like. And sometimes like if I'm struggling to sleep or whatever, I'll play it through again, which sounds <laughs> mad, but it's a bit like uh, is it counting sheep. So, welcome back to Life for Kitman. Um, we're joined today by someone who scored 71 goals in three seasons for Swindon, went on to play for Ipswich, Exeter, Wickham, Luton, just to name a few of the teams out of spell in Scotland. Um, now a TV, radio, podcast, everywhere you see EFL, we're joined by Sam Parkin. Welcome to the pod, Sam. Um, Thanks for having me, mate. That's all right. Um, mate. Mate. <laughs> mate. We're going to go straight into five side. Oh, mate. We do this every time. Right, okay. All right, so however you want to set them up. Yeah. Whatever formation you want. You've done that right, haven't there's you? There's your pen. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having one defender and that's a stretch. <laughs> uh, do you want me to talk you through it, yeah? Uh, go through the players first. Uh, yeah, you And then we'll talk about it. Okay, outfits. okay. All right. Um, yeah. There's still a decision to be made in my head. Is there? Goalkeeper. I think he's got a Swindon link. I have another chance to look up this morning. Go on. Tony Warner. Oh, yes. Tony Warner? Yes. Liverpool? He was here on loan, I think. So I played with him at Millwall. Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll uh, give you a more detailed answer in a minute, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Can I have... Is it got to be first team games that I've played with these people? <sighs> it's entirely up to you. Yeah, I can interpret... Let's them on the board and then we can I go I can interpret, well. interpret it how I want, yeah? Yeah, however you want. All right. I, I mean, probably... we've had one player choose Eden Hazard. Right. I think he gave him a bid once. <laughs> okay. These are players I've played with, yeah? Yeah. All right. So, in that case, and I'll do the abbreviation, you happy with that, oh, yeah? Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, going to make an exception sure. and I'll... I'll um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, here, I'm going to have, and this makes my decision easier, I'm going for all internationals, I think, maybe minus the centre-forward. Familiar? 
Carlos Edwards. Familiar? No, go on. All right. I'll finish it off. Come again, All right? Ooh. And then I always get this one wrong. Is he in? Is he a? I don't know. I've done some in caps and some not. Don't worry about that. I'll do him in caps. No errors. Yeah, unreal. All right. Come on, with some goals against us. <laughs> yeah, let's go through them. Okay. I've got a problem with a goalkeeper. Go on. Why is there a problem? There's no one. With respect to all the fellas I played with who jumps out at all, at all, and I've done obviously 11 asides and five asides and stuff like that uh, previously. So, first games ever, my debut was alongside him. They won the, the, the league title that year at Millwall. Um, presence, incredible. I would imagine in a five aside, he'd probably come out out here somewhere and shoot as well, had a ridiculous Fair strike. Play. Do you know what I mean? Like, Extra goals, yeah. Uh, character quite intimidating, yeah. all those kind of attributes. Where's he now? I've seen him somewhere. He's a first team coach somewhere yeah, or a goalkeeping coach somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so, I mean, I'd, I'd mention Reese Evans here just because yeah. Reese was an outstanding young goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Incredible potential. Um, and when he came here, I think he was a brilliant shot stopper. England under 21s yeah. Yeah. for a bit. Uh, and uh, we had like, yeah, I was very fond of him. Do you know what I mean? Because we knew he was from Chelsea. We had that kind of affection for each other, but we used to wind each other up as well. Yeah. So I like that competitive element every day with him on the training ground. Yeah. So I'd mentioned Reese there. There was a lad at Northampton called Keith Welsh, uh, lower league goalkeeper, but very good. There was a few I played with older guys at, during that yeah. period. Uh, Martin Taylor at Wickham. I think he was at Derby like in the top flight. He was another good one. But I'd probably just plump for, for him just for, yeah, probably all those attributes. Perfect. I was going to have Carlos there. Right. Carl, let me speak about Carlos first. I've, I've tried to go for people that had the biggest impact on me. Yeah. Goalkeeper apart. Um, Carlos was at Luton when I first went there. Yeah. Trinidad and Tobago International. Right. I think okay. he played in the World Cup. Went to Sunderland. He was an incredible footballer. Incredible. He was at Wrexham, actually, when I played against him for Swindon a few times. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, because Carlos Edwards and Paul Edwards on the other side, and I think yeah. Paul was here. Yeah, Paul come here. Yeah. yeah, so Carlos was just a ridiculous athlete, uh, athlete up and down the right-hand side. Yeah. He had a couple of games when I went to Luton, and honestly, he was getting the ball there and just taking on whole teams, ripping down the right-hand side <laughs> and having a shot or putting it on my head. That's what you want. He was astonishing, and he went to Sunderland and won the league with, um, with Roy Keane. Yeah. So I was going to have him there because he did play as a defender, but I'm just going to bend the rules a little bit because I would say John Terry, even though we're talking youth team reserves, yeah, Chelsea youth. Yeah. Um, I played probably 100, 150 games with John from the age of 12, 13. Right. I would say the best player I played with by a distance. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to go in there really. I mean, I'm cheating a little bit because I could have like Zola and you know I played reserve games. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Poirier. Lasso, Melchiot, Viali. You know, I probably had a game. Have you? I probably had a game with all of them, but um, I think John because he's yeah, rated. John Terry, he's rated, know. but and the career just people don't really understand how good like, he is. How technically yeah. good he is. I mean, I used to like obviously be out there practicing our skills after training and what have you. Left foot and right foot, seventy yards diagonals. You know, you could land drop it in it the on square. Your foot, yeah. yeah, drop on your foot on your chest. 
he's incredible and in a fiver side just an animal yeah as well um so kevin foley was another person i thought of remember kevin foley luton wolves uh probably 50 caps for republic of ireland right. okay incredible yeah. like consistency um so he would be in the conversation for defenders and then yeah john mcginn played with him at st mirren he was 18 we won the league cup that year he come over to the first team pitch that summer been with the youth team you know when the youth team have a you know he had a probably a, a game against non-league opposition in pre-season and yeah. did well got fast-tracked into the first team squad he was the best player every day in training and could, then, could you tell that he was probably going to go on to add the career that he's had so far or not not to that not to that extent yeah. maybe but we played Celtic in the League Cup semi-final that year yeah and he played playing the two-man midfield against uh, Victor Wanyama and Scott Brown and he and he ran the it's game. Midfield, he ran the game at eighteen. Yeah. And he looked like he, he looked so messy. You know, the worst black boots you've ever seen. Basically, looked like been dragged through a hedge backwards when he turned up. <laughs> and you think, who on earth is this young kid? Yeah. Like, I think we're probably quite separate from the youth team as well. So you probably hadn't seen him before. Yeah, of course. And then he turned up, and he was just like incredible. But incredible attitude. Lovely, lovely boy as well um, lovely family and I think that comes across now even though he's in the Premier League and earning bundles of money and you know scoring goals playing yeah, yeah. massive part for Scotland he's just such a normal normal lad and again like desire and defensively and get you a goal and what have you so I think it's got a nice balance yeah I agree and Neil Harris up front he loved the goal against Swindon <laughs> he scored he? some goals against us over the years he loved the goal against Swindon I reckon I could probably do a five a side team from that Millwall side. I mean, yeah. we could have Tim Cahill, we could have <laughs> we could have Stephen Reid. Yeah, defensively we might be struggling a little bit. I can't think of anyone. Oh, Lucas Neal. Remember Lucas right. Neal? Yeah, Australian. I mean, yeah. that side was incredible, and I was so lucky that those were my first games. Um, so Neil, I reckon I was there for three months tops at Millwall that year. Yeah, um, he must have got a dozen goals, minimum. Yeah. He, he was phenomenal. Games. He was scoring, he was scoring two goals in every game. Honestly, he missed a little bit with injury. Um, every type of goal, and it was um, it was obviously prior to his his illness. Yeah. So I always, I, you know, I, I didn't play with him during that time or after. I just think I, I don't know how much that affected him. And I wouldn't want to you know talk out of yeah. turn here, but he was incredible. Yeah. Honestly, his goal scoring and his his like desires appetite for goals um hungry best finisher i played with and he, i played with him my first game i can't think of anyone who would come close you know i think moon's here um troy deeney i had a year with troy was a good player yeah. i wouldn't put him on that level as a finisher um that's another four player danny invincible was incredible on his day yeah, on his day do you know what i mean but that was one in three one yeah. in four um yeah. It was kind of the beauty of Danny. Sometimes he was just untouchable. Other yeah, times it wasn't 100%. worth having him out. That there, goal against Peterborough where it drops yeah. over his shoulder and he hits it left foot. Yeah, top he was a joke. An enigma, ma maverick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, Neil was incredible. Do you want a gaffer? Uh, yeah, ideally. Don't need me to answer it, do you? It's going to be Andy King. Isn't Kingy, it? isn't it? Yeah. Kingy just for the uh, extracurricular. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, <laughs> the days out. I was going to have Jim Magilton in there for that. Um, yeah. But Jim got rid of me at Ipswich. Jim was going to maybe be in the midfield. I would have had Carlos there, 
if I wasn't allowed John and I would have had Jim Magilton there because yeah. like you know the the people you grow up watching in the yeah. Premier League and stuff like yeah, that for sure. and you boys you know we know each other relatively well I'm like football mad football nut when I was a kid yeah. to play with people like Jim Magilton John Sheridan I played with um, Alan Johnson I played with the Sunderland Alan Johnson in um, in Scotland like yeah. just guys I've watched on the TV of course. and I love Jim and my mates loved Jim because Jim was like a beautiful footballer Jim Magilton yeah. but would organise the night out for my mates as well <laughs> when they came up to Ipswich <laughs> nice. so Kingy's going to have to take that mantle and, yeah. um, and obviously I'm sure we'll get onto it but Kingy was just the, probably the most influential person in my career. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, big, big big reason for, yeah, the reason I'm sitting yeah. here really chatting to you. Of course. Um, and a kit for the team to play in. Well, I had it. <laughs> I had it in a bag ready to bring down today. Uh, this will be the last time I say it. So I did dig some shirts out and I forgot them. I've left them at the front door. So I played in the worst era of Swindon kits. I think you, you guys did. would agree, yeah? I, you did. I'd agree with that. There's one we've got in the cupboard mm. that we haven't hung up because mm. it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. That DGI thing, that big. But more just the era of, like, I reckon I'm, I must be around about the same size. I'm a bit heavier now, but I don't think I've shrunk. The size of them, they're yeah, enormous. They were massive, yeah. I just can't get my head around it. Even, you know, the shirt I wore on my Millwall debut was just, like, astronomically big. Um so when they started slimming the shirts down yeah. and tapering them a little bit towards yeah, yeah, the end yeah. of my career, I started enjoying it a little bit more. <laughs> um, so I like the Joma at Exeter, my yeah. last two, my last season, sorry. But in Scotland, the League Cup winning team with John McGinn was Deodora sponsor, yeah. Deodora mate. kit mate. Oh, Anyone awesome. that's ever played in Scotland always seems to say mm. that their favourite kit was from a Scot Scottish team. Yeah, We've had that done, quite a few yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, every some, time... Some rascal There's always kits a Dundee or a Dundee United. Or... I think I was Joma at St Johnston. Yeah. And maybe Joma as well. I had a little spell at Queen of the South, which was, was good fun. Uh, I think they were Joma. But then, yeah, St Mirren, when the, I suppose the design was changing yeah. and the fashion was changing and black and white stripes. Yeah. Nice. Well, my Scottish club would have been Dunfermline because that's where my mum's from. Right. Uh, before I went up. But I've definitely like adopted St Mirren now because yeah. I had just such an amazing year there. I loved it. Really good kit. Yeah, yeah, and cool. obviously uh, that would have been the kit that old McGinn wore as well. And we'd have had it hung up. Someone forgot it. Can we just put that kingy up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, stick him yeah. up. All right. I'll put him in caps. Yeah, it needs made to a mess be. of the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a team, what a gaffer, what a kit. Unbelievable. So, moving on from the five aside, um, what we really want to talk about is your time at Swindon. Mm. Because, obviously, we're in Swindon. <laughs> Swindon kit man. Um, for me personally, that was kind of when I started coming with the lads, started coming to all the games like on the bus and that. It wasn't like a family thing because yeah. I was sort of 15, 16 and I was starting to do my own thing. Um, and I just remember, obviously, your debut was a bit of a joke. Like You would come in and before that, I think you had been on loan at Northampton. Yeah. And then obviously when you sign a new player, you're looking for like mm. anything from their fans and that. And you had scored a few there, but not mm. too many. And you're thinking, oh, this could be a bit of a punt. Mm. And then you score a hat-trick on your debut. We're 1-0 down, you score three, and we win the game 3-1. And you're thinking, oh, here we go. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as well, yeah. <laughs> but what a season that was, really, for you personally. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And despite 
yeah, you're probably right about the sentiment from the Northampton fans, absolutely, because whenever I meet anyone from Northampton, whether it be a fan or someone in the media, they're always yeah. a little bit um, sheepish around me initially because I probably got a bit of stick that year. But I think it made me, it made me probably grow up quite fast and right. understand the mental, the mental pain that you sometimes had to go through and the capacity you had to have to be able to deal with being yeah. a first-team player. It was a tough year, but I always say like I was out of the team initially, wasn't playing well, and I actually wrestled my way into the team at Northampton. Yeah. So I look back on that year as a bit of a success because I recovered, and For it sure. took like a change of manager. The manager hammered me a few times, a guy called Kevin Broadhurst, who I've seen subsequently, and I've told him this story and said, you know what? I despised you at the time, but my goodness but me, mean, it was man. the best thing for my yeah. career. So I came here probably, yeah, with a point to prove, but also learned quite a bit about the industry yeah. and myself that, that previous year. So I came with the bit between my teeth, definitely. And the thing that helped me was the pre-season because I came with that attitude that this is going to be a success. Yeah. And I had a few different clubs interested in me, but um, I wanted to be relatively close to home. And I wanted to give it another crack, probably. Yeah. And what helped me was the pre-season. I mean, I just I rediscovered that goal-scoring touch. Yeah. And it's just confidence and and the people people wanting you. I'd gone from a place where the people were thought there was a bit of that. Oh, he's from Chelsea. He's gonna get the ball, rip past three people, and stick it in the net. Well, you guys will know that that wasn't really my game. If I got yeah, the sure. supply and pe- people around me. Um, it I mean, could you, work. you had that in the bag, though. One, once against <laughs> QPR here, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that 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 was that was a massive kind of probably five or six weeks leading into the season, and that that probably paved the way for what's to come. Really. Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned that pre-season. Like, yeah. what was it about that pre-season that really um, the the respect from the, the other lads, right? Like, wanting to be um, part of the group, you know, like wanting me to be part of the group. And, yeah, and the, yeah I just thought that the, the, the guys immediately respect, respected me as a player. And during pre-season, you're getting the opportunity to have a night out, let your hair down, we're away for a bit. Like Your personality comes across a little bit. So I'd, I got to know the, the rest of the players really well. Um, and then I thought like, you know, they are excited about the prospect of me being their striker. Yeah. And I had that, I had that the previous year. So it was, I think it was those ingredients. And then you put the pre-season games into the mix as well. And I scored in every game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you, you guys know me. It's not blowing my own trumpet. I remember every goal. Yeah. I could tell you every uh, uh, opposition team that pre-season. Yeah, honestly, That's, it's amazing. Yeah. What you're going to say? That no, no. Just every, that how people remember this stuff. Like you get yeah. some players that don't, but yeah. we speak to Charlie daily obviously now and he remembers every yeah. goal who assisted the goal yeah it wouldn't surprise me that yeah, um, yeah we just we just find you, it baffling yeah I mean I don't know if Charlie's like this I can yeah. I can remember how it, how it felt yeah I can yeah. remember where on my foot That's exactly I made contact he, he's very, he's very um, similar to I mean that, that, that pre-season I could tell you every goal probably and what it looked like and sometimes like if I'm struggling to sleep or whatever I'll play it through again which sounds <laughs> mad but it's a bit like uh, is it counting sheep yeah, people yeah, do yeah. Yeah, who did so, we play in that pre-season we played Newport on the Isle of Wight. Right. We played Hereford. Well, we we played, played Hereford. We played, I we played Wimbledon here. 
Yeah, we played Sporting Hee Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and there may have been one other, which uh, if I if I reveal that, I am a proper anorak, aren't I? Um, Something in my head saying Peterborough, but I don't think it was. Nah. I'll get it after the show and you can put it in somewhere oh, in the it comments in. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so while we're on that topic, obviously you talking about your goals and obviously your first year you got 23 goals, second year 24 and then your third 23. I think that's right. That's what we found. Anyway. They're a bit different on the like, cups yeah. and the, we, the yeah, yeah, trophy yeah, and stuff like that. Comps. Yeah. That's what we yeah. found yeah. anyway. What was your favourite goal in your time at Swindon? Um, did you set? Or to, even a top three if you want. Top three I could do easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, top three I could do. Um, I'll give you the number one in a minute, but definitely there was a goal at Wickham in the playoff season. Yeah, uh, a 3-0 win. Yeah. I charged down a defender, ran through, and it was a lovely camera angle. I remember. I knew Some good pictures, that one. I knew I had a good bend on it, yeah. but then I watched it back, and it was yeah, it started quite far outside the far post and bent it back in. So definitely that one. Um, the QPR one here is obviously probably my best goal. Yeah. And... I think it was my 10th of the season, about Christmas time. I think so. In the league, anyway, here. Obviously, the, the club that I supported as a boy, first and only time I took my shirt off. <laughs> it's probably the goal I show people, do you know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah, People sure. say, yeah. you were a footballer, who did you play for, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the goal I'd, I'd, goal. I'd get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one other... Um, I can't think, really. There was, there was two here against Hull and a good win. Um, four two, and up, there was talk of me moving to Hull. Right, Junior Lewis was there. Remember, yeah, Junior yeah. came here for a yeah. bit, and we struck up quite a, a good friendship. So I remember playing out there, and Junior was in my ear going, "Peter Taylor wants to sign you. Keep it up, <laughs> keep it up. You'll be on the big dough. Come up to us and all that." Uh, and I bent one in at the the town end in that game. Yeah. I just remember that game was playing well, but um, yeah, there might be some other ones. I've got one that you haven't mentioned. Leads, Leads away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, that being the top three. Because that's yeah. What a goal that was. Brilliant team move. And, yeah, that's an incredible goal. I'm not sure I meant the finish. I was just trying to, like, dinked it a little it bit. It looked like you meant the finish. What I was meant, I took my first touch away from goal and I was just trying to put it back in the opposite yeah. corner. So I meant to, to finish in that corner, but it got yeah. a little bit loft on it. It did, yeah. It was a bit weird. Um, but that was my, I would go as far to say that could be my best ever performance. Yeah. Probably my best performance for Swindon. I'll tell you what. Could have been a good night, night as well. Yeah. Oh, it's... It's a bit story of my career, that. Is it? A little bit, yeah. Mm, early career, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> In terms of some of those big nights, and we just couldn't get over the line. Oh, that Obviously, was so close. Here is absolutely the story at Swindon because of that and Brighton. Um, yeah. Two games we should have, you know, won comfortably. Yeah. Um, but that, that was an amazing night. I, lo I loved that night, and I remember it so vividly because um, the, the Saturday after, we played Peterborough here. Yeah. Um, James Milner scored yeah. and I got the second and or the other way round and um, the next morning Joe Royal and Neil Warnock were on goals on Sunday and they did right. a little segment about me and I thought it's getting, Doing getting, all right. it's getting yeah, serious yeah. now yeah, getting I thought right. like cool, I've done a season and a half of it now and, and like, I haven't got close to you know being linked with, with clubs and then all of a sudden I was like you yeah, know before getting... it was just you know the lads would say the odd bit but yeah. then you think, oh, this this might actually be happening. You know, I might. You know, oh, you scored a lot of goals. I might so. have a chance. Just on yeah. Leeds, just one last bit. What are your thoughts when you see Robinson going mm. up? What are you thinking there? You're thinking it's just the keeper. <laughs> I'm probably thinking, score. I've got my man. Yeah. 
probably Radaby was playing when he. Yeah. That was it June. Um, Rocket Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he played in the World Alan Cup Smith. in Brazil. I've probably got Something. one of the centre half, so I'm thinking yeah. I've got my man. So I'm probably thinking someone's going to pick him up, but then you don't. Nobody. Yeah, well, your yeah. rationale is because like, everyone's got their own. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got yeah. anyone. There's no one to pick him up, so he's going to be spare. So we, we for years we wind each other up about it. I think Grant Smith used to get a bit of grief. Reevesy probably, who I bumped into the other day on a train, <laughs> by the way, at the nice. weekend. Um, bizarre, yeah, it was quite odd. Nice to see him though. Um, for years we took the mickey out of each other, yeah. but I think it was here especially because I felt a responsibility. And I was so desperate for success here because I knew that I was, I was, not that I was never going to get to these levels again, but I knew I was on it. Yeah. I knew I was confident. I knew I was flying. I wanted to, desperately for, wanted to have success. So when we had that and Brighton, I really took it, yeah. you know, really took yeah. it to heart. Um, so I was just like, I didn't blame anyone because that, oh, well, that wasn't my character and it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been right. Um, I just felt desperately disappointed, desperately disappointed because we played so well. We were so yeah. much better than them. So good on the night. Yeah, yeah. Like we were played some great stuff. Unbelievable. Two 0 up. Ian Hart scored, didn't he? He scored a free kick, yeah. didn't he? And then obviously Robinson scores and it goes to fans. Yeah. And he scored a free kick. Yeah, he did, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, obviously Andy Gurney's goal that night. Oh, amazing. Was I've never seen. Yeah, a only free one, kick right? Like <laughs> he just... took 170. That was the only. Yeah, the only one that went in. The only one that ever went in, but took all of them. But. Because everyone was scared of him. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. You were there, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I was there. I've watched the videos, but... Because then, obviously, it was like a Tuesday night, wasn't it? Yeah. So by the time the game was all over, yeah. we then had to get back, and we all had to go to work the next morning. <laughs> we're getting back at like three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I had a mate in Leeds, <laughs> my best mate. My best mate from home, lived in uh, uni in yeah. Leeds. So it was just, it was perfect for me, because yeah, I had sure. four or five good, close mates at the uni. Yeah. Um come to the game I stayed up actually um, but we probably couldn't find a bar that was still open because it went to extra time yeah. and penalties um, but I used to stay up and I used to love it and it gave me that you wouldn't probably do it as much now where the game's changed but Kingy would just say like yeah just stay up you yeah. know have yeah. Wednesday off yeah, make sure you Thursday or even on a Saturday you know I'd have not preferential treatment but we'd have Mondays off loads yeah. in, in, you know yeah. during that era and I loved it because you got up north and I'd have that Motivational, my mates are coming today. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'd have it at home games, but away from home, anywhere in the north of England, I'd have four or five mates come, and I knew that, you know, I was 22, and you, you're going out, yeah. and they're, they're my, they're your proper mates from home. Also, um, yeah. Like back then, you could do that. Yeah. Because there wasn't mm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything else. People mm. just taking photos of People you yeah. and sharing them everywhere. So and so yeah. was out on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it wasn't a thing. It didn't exist. Yeah, it was word of mouth a little bit. Yeah, more. so Obviously, it was yeah, like... I remember the lads here, all of the teams, lower leagues, that it would, it would somehow get back to the manager, but um, <laughs> it would more just be word of mouth, wouldn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't know the details, sure. the gory details. Yeah. yeah. So then we mentioned it briefly, but Brighton in the playoffs. You're going to go there, are you? I want to go there <laughs> yeah. because I need to do it for myself more than yeah. anything. That yeah. was well, we lost the first leg. Yeah, one nil. Leon Knight yeah, scored, we didn't really turn up that day, did we? No, it wasn't. And Leon Knight scored. Leon Knight always scored against no, us. No, Leon didn't score. Did he not score? Richard Carpenter scored, I think. But Leon Knight is always a pain in the bum. Well, Leon would have been. <laughs> where's it gone? Leon would have been. If I'd have bent the rules a little bit. Yeah, in the team. Oh, he was a pain in the bum playing yeah. against him. Oh, 100%. But coming through with him at Chelsea, oh, 
he was... Oh, I didn't realise you were one. Yeah, first. he was a year younger than me, maybe two, but we played a lot together in the reserves and we had right. a great um, relationship, partnership on the pitch. Yeah. Um, Leon was phenomenal as a young player. Phenomenal. Um, oh, I, w- I would have hated to have been a centre-half playing up against him. Because oh. the thing about Leon... Every he time he was playing, you thought that was trouble. The thing is, he's an exceptional pl- player at that age. Um, from about, you know, 17, maybe younger. I mean, I, d- I knew about him from about 14, 15. Yeah. They told me about him at Chelsea. So till about from about then to about 25, he was incredible. Um, and the thing about it as well, he'd um, he'd have a tear up with you as well. Yeah, you know he was he was strong, he was feisty, and he was incredibly both footed. Very good player. So yeah, if I was doing if I was doing all in, he'd yeah. he'd be close actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he was obviously in that game. I think Chris Uwalumi played as well. Yeah, um, in that game. Did Bobby Zamora um, play? Because Bobby Zamora was that. Yeah, I think yeah. Bobby was after that. Was he? You sure? He was before that. He'd gone Season by before, yeah. I think he'd gone to Tottenham, maybe. Yeah. He went straight from Brighton to Tottenham. I'm trying to think. Yeah, So because he, he got them promoted out of what was then Division 3. Yeah. He, he went up with them then. And yeah, because it was before left, the rebrand, wasn't it? I think yeah. he'd left maybe that season. That but, season, um, yeah. Go on, ask me a question because I'll just go on a tangent about Brighton and start. Just <laughs> no, how I'd, it felt or... Just like my, my memories, right? Yeah. We've obviously gone to the game. We stood outside. We were there a bit early, and the Did heavens, you get the free the free heavens anorex. just opened. <laughs> you had the free anorex on. Right? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we didn't. We I, there was when we left home. It was sunny. It was a lovely day. Yeah, it's yeah. middle of summer, isn't it? It's playoffs. Mm. We get there. We're in shorts and t-shirt. The heavens opened, and obviously at Withding, mm-hmm. there's no shelter anywhere. Mm. So we were soaked. And then we're all in that terrace eight miles from the crazy place. stadium that was. Wasn't it? it was just a mental stadium. Mental. Yeah. Yeah, not good for you, you lot, but I actually enjoyed playing there, not that night, because I used to think the opposition apart, it was like being at school or something. I yeah. used to think it's yeah. a school cup final. <laughs> and then you didn't feel the, you didn't feel. It wasn't like being in a stadium and no, intimidating I'm sure, and anything. Sure the Brighton lads felt that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like. A game at that level. Yeah. So I used to quite like playing there um, for that reason. I was quite an anxious young lad, you know what I mean? So yeah. anything to make me feel comfortable and what have you. So I used to there. Um, yeah, we played really well the second. We probably should have been out of sight. Yeah. You know, I think the, the magnitude of the, the occasion probably got to us a little bit. Maybe you, you snatch at your chances. We've been such in the, the ascendancy, we found it difficult to get the goal. Yeah. But when I, I got that horrible goal, um, that scrappy goal yeah, scrappy. and then Roy scored a brilliant goal yeah. um, and that was a great finish yeah, under the key we thought we were there um, and very similar to the Leeds game yeah. same feeling really in your gut you know what I mean like real sickness um, and horrible night for me because I lost half my, my, my teeth as well if you remember so uh, Dick Mackey uh, the physio found my teeth on the pitch and That's my um, experience that night was losing on penalties Devast- teeth smashed out. Devastated, straight to hospital in my kit. Um, and no, not to, not to ramp it up, but I think any end of the season irrelevant of what's gone on, relegation, promotion, playoff defeat, football lads are pretty good at just letting go yeah. and having a drink or whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. night. Probably the only time I was like, nah, it's not no, for me. Nothing. And the boys that are watching this maybe will say, oh, you're in the bar, Sam. Well, I was. And I had two Smirnoff ice for a straw because I couldn't have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to bed and pff, it was horrendous, the feeling. Horrendous. I just couldn't believe it. AD Virash was obviously out of the picture by then in terms of like playing. Yeah. But, um, 
AD said some amazing words to me. I always remember them. Get emotional. Um, yeah, amazing. Like looked after me that night and was yeah, like, "You're yeah, gonna yeah, have." Sure. And people watching this will say you didn't have an amazing career afterwards, which, yeah, I probably didn't achieve what I wanted to. But AD was like, um, just like wrapped his arms around me, and I was like crestfallen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine. Said some amazing stuff to me, so I've always remembered that. And like AD. AD's quite a tough character. Yeah, yeah. He's coach now, obviously at Coventry, yeah, yeah. doing amazingly well. Um, people would say he's quite dour, maybe. He's a swindling guy, isn't he, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's quite a serious AD, but I've always had a really good relationship with him, and he probably yeah. won't know that, but that's the reason, really. You know, I've right. always like, really respected him. Full respect. Yeah, 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 yeah because, properly, because I was yeah. like, yeah, I was devastated. Um, only partly because I had a beautiful girlfriend and half my face was missing. <laughs> I was going to have to see her uh, 24 hours later. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, um, that, that was just horrendous. And obviously my story would have been so different because I've I mean, stayed. But we I'd all, say, yeah, we don't know We obviously like, experience pretty much a similar thing. Like you were obviously at the game doing the, yeah. you were on the TV at Port Vale. Yeah. Um, and we obviously lost on penalties yeah. and sort of were in the changing room and um, had that experience. And I think it's probably, we, we say it quite a lot, it's probably our favourite experience in the job. Which just is because, mental, which is saying, weird to say, but at yeah. the same time, in the change room after, it was a feeling that we've never sort of yeah. had. And, and what were you like? Like, what were you guys like? That twelve hours, twenty-four hours art. Could you? Oh, could it, you? Honestly, we, would we, you just say that's the season done? No, no, no. Upwards, we it, we yeah. had to come in the next day, and yeah. we all went upstairs and had some food together and stuff. Yeah, and everyone was just devastated. Yeah, it was devastated because, yeah. and it must have taken at least three, four hours yeah. to get out, well, at least three hours to get out of the stadium because all the fans were still yeah. outside. Yeah, it was all going off, wasn't it? Obviously, everyone oh, didn't really want to yeah, move. It weren't, a, it weren't a great experience for me either, but not, yeah. obviously, yeah. to the extent yeah. of you guys. But, um, yeah, it was that, that was sore. But it's what, just thinking now when you're, you're talking hoops, it's it's what you work for, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. And it ain't, it's not really for you. Like, obviously, I'd love to have gone to the Millennium that, that year. Of course. Yeah. For me. And like, we'd have won the final, by the way. Yeah, and that would have been amazing. Yeah. And a lot of those lads have become teammates, mates of mine at Bristol City, yeah, so that would have been great fun as well. Um, but it's for, your, it's for your family yeah. and your mates. That's what it's yeah, for. for sure. And that's what my, on the pitch in those last few minutes at Brighton, I wasn't thinking about me going to the Millennium and I, well, I was thinking about my mates and my family. Yeah. Like, those lads I just spoke about, my best mate, my mum, like, Getting them on a bus, going to a final, yeah. you know, like yeah. their their mate, their son, like that's that's what it's for, really. Yeah, so that that's why it, the Leeds game was different. Yeah. That that was more. It was a one-off. Yeah, that, and that was more. Yeah, one-off game. Yeah, team, expected. we deserved it. Yeah. Like like you know, one day we're going to be on the back page of the papers. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The the Millennium thing would have been one of your best days of your life. Hundred percent. You know, even if yeah. you even if the result hadn't gone your way, to take all your mates and everyone that supported you and all that, and have, you know, I probably would have been able to. Well, no, I wouldn't have been able to. But I was going to say, you'd have made the both the, the, the you'd have made the most out of that day, and probably even with a negative result, possibly been able to yeah. raise a few beers afterwards. Or yeah, whatever. because you got to an end. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, but that's that's the thing. People about say the it's worse leaving in the final. I don't know about that. No, I don't know because, like we said. There's always the chance that it carries on after that second leg and you have that game. Yeah. But then right at the end of that game, it's done. Yeah. So you don't... Yeah. It's not like you know that's the last game yeah. when it's the final. You don't know. Mm. It's like, just done. Mm. You're done. Season you're done. Home. You're finished. That's it. You, and from our point of view, 
because things have got to be prepped beforehand, we've already done a load of prep for if we win. Yeah. What we're getting it. in, what the lads are going to wear, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then it doesn't happen. And you're like, mm. it's killer. Yeah, it's, it is like miss penalty, pitch invasion. It's just like any other game, really. Yeah. yeah. On the coach, or we stayed over that. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. It's just yeah. like, it's over in an yeah, instant, really. But yeah. we've had no luck in the playoffs. Swindon as a club, have we? So. Well, not since '93. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> we got to the Brem. Yeah. <laughs> since the two thousands, it's been. Should we lighten the mood a bit? Yeah. Should we have a little game? I know. Of... I nearly started. Uh, I don't know why that got me emotional. <laughs> oh, Sorry, it's chaps. Because it matters. It's, because people yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, you know what I mean. But it's those little memories, isn't it? And like that, you know, it's uh, it's quite vivid, and also um, I think it's important to say because they like you. Your career goes by and you, you don't maybe remember those little bits of advice or people being kind. It's yeah. not really a kind, it's not a particularly kind world. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's, uh, I suppose it's a human story that yeah. now, even when I see 100%. Um, yeah. some people that have um, passed on a bit of wisdom or whatever, you'll always remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Right, let's have some fun. Um, we're going to do our little kit quiz. So I'm going to show you some shirts. All right. Over the badge has got our faces. Yeah. And you've got to guess which kit it is what team is all right all right all on my ipad uh we got 30 seconds random you, kits yeah random yeah. kits oh, this for you to get suit, as many you know? as you can you know, boots is my strong, strong we'll suit. talk about we'll boots. Come on to boots. Yeah, not now we'll like when i was playing yeah. i was like 10 pairs a season 15 pairs a season was it? oh yeah, yeah i was like <laughs> miss a miss a good chance in the bin yeah really? we'll get on to uh, that we'll you ready where am i looking you've got 30 seconds you i've got more on give you the team yeah tell me the team ready go Oh, no idea. Uh, you can pass Sam. if you want. Uh, is it New York no. City? No. Millwall? Millwall. QPR? QPR. Uh, um, Atkinson? Yep. <laughs> Tough that. Oh. <laughs> Spurs? <laughs> no, Birmingham. Dortmund? Watford. Oh. <laughs> Blackburn? Blackburn. Time. City? Start to finish. <laughs> Five. And then those. I wouldn't have got that. Who's yeah. that? That's Oxford. Is it? Yeah. This season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not interested in that. that. Not interested Five in that. you got. No. Five. Five, was it? Yeah. Oh, is there a league table? We should have one up there. We haven't done it yet. We but haven't done it yet. Yeah. I don't think it was the worst. I think we've had one or... No, I think we've had a it's four. the worst. Is it? <laughs> I think I've got a six. Oh, That's the gap. worst. I think so. What was the first one? Carlisle. Yeah. It looks like a bus seat, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First Great Western. For whatever reason. Yeah, we need to get a league table. Shirts on your when you're a well, kid, it's your bag. I, I should have gone with older shirts. I weren't really, sorry, because this is your thing, but yeah. I wasn't really, yeah. In the shirt. Some lads were like, you know, the new fabric and all that start yeah, of the yeah, season, yeah. like yeah. buzzing. Balls as well. Balls are ball to me. It was always about the boots. Yeah. And there's so many balls now. We're getting three different balls a season. And the lads like when it was FA Cup week. Oh, I've got yeah. FA Cup ball, FA Cup balls in training. Yeah. Delighted. I was like, still going to try and bend it in the corner. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Should we just talk about Kit now? Let's let's go into that. We might as well go into that now. So you just mentioned there you... 10 to 15 pairs of boots you went through. Yeah, season, minimum towards the end. Which I'm quite surprised about. Towards the end, I'm talking. Yeah. Not when I was young, yeah. Yeah, some lads now even, some of our lads maybe only three or four a season, if that. Mm. So, yeah, so 10 or 15 pairs. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, two pairs. I'd say yeah, towards the end about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Terry, to go back to him, you know, he was a different pair. For warm-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm-up, first half, second yeah. half. Yeah, that's, what, what, that's great. I, I can't believe yeah. it. And they were, I think they were, obviously, they're specially made, aren't they? The yeah, top yeah, sure. He was like yeah. a nine and three quarters or something ridiculous that's mental um, so yeah what did a, you wear? I, I started here I've always loved boots always yeah since I was yeah 10, 11 or whatever yeah um, so I I, I I tried everything I loved the lottos for a period yeah in my teenage years uh, obviously I wore Umbro's quite a bit at Chelsea I was never really into the Adidas did they provide you the Umbro's at Chelsea yeah we'd get Paris we get Specialis obviously yeah which I loved you know if you got the the early models were really soft with the yeah. uh, floppy tongue the kangaroo uh, leather and all my favourite ever pair was a pair of Mitre Pro Premiers right and I think Mark Hughes wore something similar and I had this pair there was a shop in Wimbledon I can't remember the name of the shop that I used to go to and it had all like the um one-offs and just quite a unique um, load, of, load of boots. And I bought this pair and I wore them maybe half a dozen times and I was like banging in goals for fun. They were like, you know, you could wrap them up into a ball. The leather was so soft. Was it? Honestly, you could. And I left them, someone nicked them from school. I was devastated. Went back to that shop, just could never find them again. There must have been a limited edition or yeah. whatever, but the best boot I ever had. But... Um, yeah, so I, 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 for some reason, when I came here, I just went, I'm just going to get a pair of Copas and World Cups. Yeah. It was weird. Just like start of a new season, probably starting afresh, and then obviously the goal started flowing. So I wore World Cups that first year yeah. in games. And I remember the, the, the pair I had and the studs got really worn away, and I wasn't one for really changing the studs. You know, yeah. getting, it was Rog at the time. You'll, yeah. you'll remember yeah, stories yeah. about Rog. Yeah. Oh, just giving the kit man like boots to change the studs it wasn't really my bag I had that today I don't, I don't know why <laughs> not because like, Rod weren't happy to do it by the way but <laughs> uh, generally you chaps are alright with that you know, yeah. it's, um, you know we do that daily now so. part of the, the, the brief sure, innit um, but I remember just the studs wearing away <laughs> they were just like gone by the end and then I got a bit carried away the next season I started wearing the mercurials right but I got big feet right and for me... Really wide? Not particularly wide. No, oh, the Mercurials are so narrow. Yeah, I've got... My you know, my, yeah, they're not particularly wide, my feet, but, but big. Um, I was uh, probably an 11 in a Mercurial. Right. But because I'm a big bloke, I liked having really light boots. Yeah. I didn't want really... A bit like the shin pads. Yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't want big shin pads because I wanted to feel light and be able to get around. So that was the thought process behind the Mercurials. Yeah. I loved Ronaldo as well, Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. So I had a few R9s as well. Um, so then here was about 
yeah, probably started about five years. We we were we me wearing the mercurials. Sorry. Yeah. Nice. And so, so shin pads. Mm. Was there any particular shin pad, or was it just? You'll be able to help me on this because I can't remember the the, the sportswear brand. The pro pads. Are they not Umbro? Don't think they're Umbro. No. No. They may even been the brand. Right. Pro pad. They were just little. Yeah like the boys wear now probably the little slipping ones yeah. back then you used to have the ones with the big ankle mm. thing on that went under your foot and the <laughs> straps around the back I would have done probably until my first year maybe as a pro or maybe when I was in the youth team and a mate from school gave me these pro pads right I want to say they were Deodora or something but um, it's a bit hazy but he gave me them and I wore them for years right years yeah. they, they were like they were like the Holy Grail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know yeah. why. Like, just everyone was like, oh, he's got a pro pad. Like, back at school, and I never had them. I used to wear the big cricket pads, like you were just yeah. Um, yeah. chatting about. And Ed, my mate, gave them to me. And then, unknown to him, probably, well, he did know. But, I mean, I wore them for, like, three, four years. Mental. Yeah. But pads, no, I wasn't, I wasn't bothered about pads, to be honest. I was a bit, I was a bit like that, though. Like, I didn't want to be clumsy. Yeah. So, for that reason, I wanted... Something really small. Yeah. I remember playing with a lad who, like some of the boys, so laid back, um, playing in that Scotland B team side that I played in when I was when I was here. Peter Sweeney, remember him? Played for Millwall, good left-footed player. Mm. Um, went to Leeds. Right. Went to Leeds in that weird period when they chopped and changed managers. Yeah, was Forgot his pads on an international trip. Just cut up a pair of like shreddies morning of the game and, and wore a cereal packet. <laughs> We have seen similar stuff now. Yeah. There's like a foam thing in the medical bag and they just cut a bit out, yeah. stick it in, job done. Yeah. yeah. And would the refs right. check that? or? Mm. I, don't, yeah. I don't think they care now. Yeah. I think so many people just wear... Just do it. Such like, they little just, ones yeah. now. They don't even... Sometimes they like put tape around it just to make it into a more solid yeah. kind of yeah. thing and yeah, then yeah, put yeah. it in. But yeah, we call them the homemade chimpanzee. That, surely that's the thought, the thought process though, right? That yeah. you For don't sure. want to be... Yeah, well, laden with any move, extra baggage, yeah. really. You want to be able to move and you want yeah. to be as light as possible. So. Yeah, I mean, in ideal world, you'd just wear those socks, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. I would. Just, just wear football your socks. All just wear your training socks. Like, yeah. Well, Harry McCurdy obviously just cuts his socks in half and yeah. they only come out well, yeah, I think, anyway. I think we <laughs> probably all feel like that to a yeah. degree, but it's, um, it's the rules or what you're perceived to have to do. Here's a question, I suppose. Then. Back then, would you ever have cut the foot off a sock or do you just wear the full sock? Because now they cut the feet off. So just have the white sock underneath? Is yeah, that the so it's the white sock underneath and yeah. then just... Obviously, every, we've only got one player now that wears long socks. Every other player wears... And Puma cuts. actually send us yeah. the socks without the foot. Really? Yeah, I would but have done got probably. Like a cuff around the bottom. I would have done. I liked yeah. actually wearing... I wore two pairs sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what the thought process was behind that. Um, probably maybe the, the fabric... Feet warmer, the, it? Maybe the fabric of the socks, though, mm. were a little bit slippy. Inside yeah. your boot. That's why they have grip socks. Yeah. So it would give you... I'd actually wear, you know, like an, an undersock that you... The only time I buy them, you know, the little uh, trainer socks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time yeah. you, you buy them at Gatwick, right? <laughs> when you're getting your, like, your miniature toothpaste. Yeah, and yeah, your, yeah. Yeah, and some, <laughs> some trainer socks. Um, I used to wear them for a Underneath period. the... Yeah. yeah. And there was um, another spell here where, again, it would have been Rog. I never washed my... Um, Tuber grip, right? You know, over my pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'd 
I'd bring my own pants because I had a thing about that. And then I had a couple of night vests because I was into the mercurials and yeah, I was yeah. a Nike man now. Now I'm getting carried away from away with myself. So I wore the vest as well. So I had a few little so items. That, that was sort of a superstition. superstition yeah. Did you have any other sort of mad like superstitions um, on match days or like anything on training? I was, days well, I was big on Red Bulls actually for a bit. <laughs> I was big on like, yeah. yeah. It's probably, it's probably picking it up from other people. Yeah. yeah. I was quite, no, I wouldn't say impressionable, but I think we all are to a certain degree. Of course, yeah. You know, if you see like a Premier League player doing something. You want to do the same. Yeah. I'd have got a little little thing, a little bit in my bonnet about that. And um, yeah, so Tuba Grip was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they used to stink. Because I, I don't think I washed them either. I just thought like, they've, done, they've served me well in the yeah, last right. game. They'll, they'll do again. Um so yeah, but superstitions. Yeah, I was. I was yeah, I'm still big on superstitions now. Oh, to yeah. be honest, yeah. like if I'm, if I've like done a good commentary, I was going to say if I've, if I've been nice to my family. <laughs> so, no, like if I've done a good commentary, I'll do the same things. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just that's probably. It's the way and, some people are, isn't it? It's and a mental thing. We have some that don't yeah. have any at all, and then some people have. Five or six, and a product of probably the environment as well. Yeah, yeah and it I probably doesn't make any difference, but in your head, yeah. it makes a difference. So therefore, you're more confident. So yeah, therefore, yeah. it is making. It's a like difference. we do some things on. We sit on the same table for breakfast every Saturday morning at the yeah. same time. Just, yeah. Yeah. it's not really a superstition, but it's just. It's just part of the routine. It's, yeah, it's just more of a yeah. habit, I guess. Yeah, yeah and like a sandwich filling or whatever. You yeah. just think, yeah, well, I'm just going to do what I did when we bang yeah. someone four 0 the previous exactly week, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, I remember, like, obviously, um, Reevesy was the one everyone used to wind up, mention Reevesy again, because he'd have, like, his kit all immaculately laid out. Obviously, you boys would do it now, but yeah, he'd have, yeah. like, boots, pads, tube of grip, tape, you know, all there, and it's yeah, just, yeah. like, lads, it's just red rag to a ball, and everyone's just taking everything, just kicking his <laughs> stuff all over the place, and he's obviously got his broad scouse accent coming up, coming back from the toilet after he's been for a pee, just getting ballistic every match day. So just give everyone the oh, just give everyone the ammunition to just cause carnage. So, but yeah, I was I was probably quite big on quite a few uh, superstitions then. Yeah. Who was on the music when you were here? I wouldn't even think we had any. Really? Nah. I, I, I can't even remember there being music on in there. Interesting. To be honest, it was like it, it was after that. I think mm. I'd say that. Yeah. yeah early yeah. early noughties, It wasn't really a thing. Although there was a... It's quite big now, really, isn't it? Like people mm. are quite... Yeah, they've got to listen to the same people, songs. I have to say, that's quite order. a bit of a superstition for quite a lot of players mm. these days. It has to be the same person on the music. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't recall ever having music here. Interesting. To be honest. Um, I remember like, a few clubs, they used to do the thing where you'd pick a few songs each. Yeah. And they put it on a, an iPod or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that, it'd be so eclectic, the sounds. You know, yeah. you'd get like obviously some some European music and then you'd have someone For wanting sure. some rock and then you'd have someone having um, R&B it's just like a bit of a mess yeah. yeah so I'd probably prefer if you were playing with someone who was really into it I'd be like yeah just like, didn't you just take did just people listen to did people have earphones in or listen to their own music probably just then? started yeah. yeah I used to find I mean I've got a bit of an eclectic taste myself but I'd probably listen to stuff that I like that probably yeah, it didn't hype me up, it would probably calm me yeah. more yeah. than anything. Yeah. So stuff that I yeah, really liked, probably, I don't know, like, it probably gave me that, a bit what I was talking about um, uh, during the Brighton game, you know, like, the, to, to think about people. Yeah. You know, to yeah. have a purpose. Yeah. Why are you going out there today? Yeah. You know, more, more that, like, and I, I think every lad probably, probably speak, thinks about their 
their nearest and dearest when they're going out to the pitch. Mm. And it's not a bad thing to to focus yeah. on, I think, when you're going out to, to battle. Yeah, even mm. people now, like, have their family on their shin pads and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, so they have their own personal yeah. shin pads. Yeah, and I, I think about it a lot now. Yeah. I think about my career was was great and I loved being, I was single for the majority and I, I moved around a lot. Yeah. And it's quite a burden, I think, for for young families to have to do that. But yeah. then I think what inspiration it would have been to be playing when I had my children. And I think about that a lot. Because yeah. I just, yeah, I used to go out there and, you know, for my mum in particular, big influence, mates. But, you know, like having children is life changing, isn't it? Like, yeah. incredible yeah. thing. So, yeah. to have my, like, oh, how old like, yours now? I've got a three year old and a two year old. My three year old's four next yeah. month and he's just like football mad already. So, to think, like, what inspiration and what motivation that would have given me. Mm. So, I do, you can never have regrets in that regard because my life has panned out the way it has you know for a reason yeah. I'm, i believe all that yeah um but i think it it does give some lads that extra few percent yeah, I, yeah. i'd agree with that to be yeah. fair from seeing and also in the mornings like i used to be like that you know wake up thinking about the game yeah like and you could get to a game you'd be knackered because yeah. i've been like oh yeah man, it would be a bit of a distraction oh, you drained and then especially like i always said later on in the career when you're thinking am i gonna be playing am i on the bench am i gonna get on all that and you use up all your your energy before the game, yeah. getting in. I'm like that when the manager's naming the 18. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I made the bench today. That's what I'm quite interested in, though, actually. Um, kids, lads with kids, they're like down the park yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Their focus is was, on the real things in life, yeah, not yeah. whether you're going to yeah, score from a corner or not. That is true. Yeah. But yeah, what I was interested to know is you just said that. So, throughout your career, how did you know you were going to be in the team on a Saturday? Mm. How, throughout your career, how, mm. how often did you? know that you were going to play on a Saturday? Or did it differ quite a bit? Because obviously, yeah. nowadays, you pretty much... Yeah, you it know slightly. before. Like, yeah. But we've had it where players haven't known they're playing. We've had it where, where they've known they're playing. Yeah. I'd say it was a rarity to find out on the day. Mm. But I've still had a few, what would you call it, in the trade, custard pies. Yeah. A few really? where I've turned up and you're like, you cannot believe you're yeah. not in the 18. I'd won the League Cup, the League Cup semi-final that right. I spoke of earlier. Yeah. It wasn't in the 18. Mad. And I come on in the final, um, and I'd, obviously it was in Glasgow at Hamden Park. So I had friends from up there, family, nephew who was probably two, yeah. come up. It wasn't in the 18. I was like devastated. Like you can't believe the devastation. But I, I didn't always do this. But for the next month, I was on it in training yeah. every minute I got I said that is not happening to me yeah. again yeah. That is, and then obviously I was on the bench and come on in the final yeah. and my manager Samir and Danny Lennon spoke to me afterwards and he just like said to me what an example like of someone taking a negative and I weren't always like that sometimes yeah. I'd be like stop that yeah. but I just had I can't I can't feel like that again so um, I think normally you'd know yeah. if you were playing here obviously Kingy would play me if I had one leg but yeah of course um, yeah, Ipswich, there was a couple of hammer blows there as well. Um, and then I, had, I just had so many in different seasons after the injuries that I was never, it was never a given I was going to play. I had periods where I knew I was pretty important, but then probably at Exeter at the end, didn't have a clue. Didn't have yeah. a clue whether I'd, I'd Who start. Who was you going for that? Paul Tisdale. Right. You know, I, even when I was out of the picture, you have that, you have that where you think... Um, 
um, oh, is this going to be the week? You know, oh, I banged in a hat-trick in training in the 11 v 11, but maybe I'm in. And I'd always have that. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, that's the internal battle all footballers go through, yeah. especially ones that are out the side. Yeah. So you're thinking like, you can have as many conversations as you, as you want with a manager, but when there's contracts, money, um, yeah. you know, the logistical aspects that goes into management, um, there's all so many politics that go yeah. in, and obviously you, your form is the most important course, thing that determines yeah. if you're in the side or yeah, not. There's a lot of different factors that factor yeah. into it as well. I think there are. Um, so I would just, I would just, yeah, you'd you, you'd be optimistic every week, mm. and so I think that you know, to, to be honest, that that was a big part of why I decided to finish when I did. Yeah. Yeah. The the physical um, problems were we're getting harder and harder to overcome yeah, but mentally as well you're thinking I'm getting on for two minutes here for example I had Tom Nichols at the t- you know around the team yeah. playing Ollie Watkins was coming through I think Mental. what's the point in me coming on for two minutes and and being miserable all week when these guys yeah. can be actually learning and progressing 100% yeah. um, one thing I want to talk about or a player I want to talk about before we move on to what you're doing now. Yeah. And then the quiz, which is me against you, by the oh, way. I've embarrassed myself already, am I? <laughs> It'll be fine. Right. Um, it's Jimmy Davis. Yeah. So, obviously, coming on loan from Man United. Yeah. Was an incredible talent. Mm. I remember a game at Brentford where he just tore him to pieces. Yeah. I think he scored two that day in that navy blue thing with yeah. the red trim. Do you remember <laughs> that massive kit? Um, how good was he? Yeah, well, he he would have been really close to making a team. And I, I should have mentioned him because I wanted to mention a few of the Swindon lads yeah. who like, I really respected. Obviously, Steph Miliranzi was a big mate of mine. Steph was an incredible player. Yeah, unbelievable player. Incredible player. Yeah. Danny, obviously, I loved one, once every three weeks. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I spoke about James Milner earlier. But yeah. James here, oh, as a talent. Incredible. But you could never envisage what he was going to go and achieve no. because he was pretty much the same as he is now he was yeah. 7 out of 10 didn't really speak much pretty good at everything not outstanding at anything yeah. um, and he's gone to the Premier League and continued doing that and been you know, ridiculous the amount of games he's played is ridiculous but you wouldn't you couldn't see that when he was here no of course like but with Jimmy um, yeah I hear it a lot now people say don't fall in love with a lone player I mean he probably only played what 10 games yeah, maybe 10, 12 maybe I can't really recall exactly how long he was here for he was here the opening day wasn't he yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why his loan was cut short he wasn't here at the tail end of the season that's for sure um, but it's just incredible like so so quick to make a, like his reputation here yeah. you know and I just remember so sharp uh, I remember us developed a good relationship on the pitch yeah. um, like to a joke like to enjoy himself, settled in that regard, around about the same time as I, I'd arrived as well. So we had a good, a good squad, yeah. good, um, good atmosphere, and he fitted in like that, which was yeah. quite unique for a young lad coming from a Premier League team. Um, but yeah, you can never say how many games he would have gone on to play for Man United and what have you, but surely he would have been oh, a part of that squad. I think he was that good. Um, so yeah, incredible, like terribly sad. And, and obviously another thing you think back over, like, when you're thinking back over your life and things that had a effect on you, yeah. that was obviously like you know it's, it's his family who have been affected for sure forever by yeah. it. Um, but in the short term, 
and obviously I still think about him. I'm sure the other lads do because that was a like a tragedy for us. Oh, um, just but you know, the short term, God, that had a real effect. Remember going out for that um, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday game. Oh, I wanted to be anywhere in the world but here. And obviously, I think my performance because I'm I, I can recall it because yeah. it it was me. I was dreadful that day, but like, were we three 0 down? We three 0 down, and, then... and we rallied, didn't we? And got yeah, two back. Scored two back. But I just remember thinking, well, I don't know how the rest of the lads were feeling. Obviously, like Steve Robertson was close. Robertson yeah. was close with him. Um, some other lads, they all kind of had a bit of a close knit crew. lived lived um, nearby and socialised together. Yeah, I think I think we struggled really for a few weeks. Because again, there wasn't the Facebook and the social media type mm. thing. So we. I was driving, oh, we were coming up on the bus mm. and my mum rang and was like, oh, have you heard about mm. Jimmy Davis? We're like, what about Jimmy Davis? Mm. He's on loan at Watford and he, we tried to get him back, couldn't get him, he's gone there. And she said what had happened yeah. and I was like, what? Then we get to the ground and everyone's talking about him. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I think it broke on there? whatever the news medium we were using in yeah. those days that, yeah, that it, someone had been killed yeah. and... Um, yeah, I think it broke that. It was a Watford player, and obviously you kind of start thinking yeah, someone's going to be travelling or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Danny was there as well, wasn't he? Danny Webber, who I knew quite yeah. well at the time. Um, just I'd, I'd, At Chelsea, playing through the levels, I'd been on a few trips right. and played against Jimmy right. and, and Danny and always just found them really sociable, really likeable, the pair of them. And, and to this day, I always will catch up with Danny. Those two were... Thick as thieves, yeah. best mates, I think. Yeah. Um, Danny obviously went on and had a brilliant career. So I knew them a little bit. Yeah. So it was quite easy when he came come here. Of course. So I think we had that bit, a bit of a rapport. But yeah, like in terms of that age, um, how impressed I was by him. The, you know, With the team, I wanted to go for people that made a mark on, on me. He, he yeah, would be in that conversation. Yeah, um, yeah there's, a, there's a, yeah, a few other lads, young lads. He would be one of the best young players I ever played with. Yeah. Unquestionably, oh, yeah. That's good to know because I've not had the chance to speak to a player yeah. that played with him before. I used to, I used to run games, didn't he? Every time oh. he get it, a bit like I was talking about Carlos earlier. Yeah, you give him the ball in the halfway anywhere. Line, he'd win you a pen. Yeah, uh, get a shot away or, or yeah. make a goal. No one tackled him. No, he was he was sharp. Bit like bit ga- bit like Gazza, the way he used to go past people. Yeah. You know, yeah. arms use his torso, yeah. but he was quicker. It would have been you know quicker yeah. than that as well. He was quite sharp. Um, so yeah, that was yeah that was a lot happened, didn't it? In yeah. those few years, yeah, weirdly, I, yeah, weirdly, I, I spoke to a family member of his not so long ago, and you think, yeah, yeah, well, you, yeah, you remember that time, and uh, yeah, they were lovely, lovely family as well. We went up there and had a game, didn't we? And, um, yeah, Redditch, wasn't it? Yeah, Redditch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mad, yeah. mad things you remember, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, I hadn't thought or spoken about that kind of yeah. time frame for a long time but yeah Redditch everyone went up we yeah went, went up, up and, and played a game yeah yeah and all yeah. the fans went up and it was yeah, yeah unbelievable all the money mm. went to and you'd always whenever you go past Redditch or whatever yeah. whenever you see it on a sign on the that's like the only yeah I think in this game you've you know most uh, A and B roads and motorways, don't you? Oh, oh, and places, oh, do we? <laughs> and places in the country, and you've got like a night out or a game or something yeah. like that. But Redditch will always be Jimmy. Yeah, it was yeah. Other, I've got no other connotations to that place. No. Yeah, but there you go. no M seven though, is that? No, there's no M seven. M seven. We're talking about roads. Oh, yeah. No is that the quiz? I'll beat no. you at that. <laughs> Should have done a qu- uh, quiz, quiz on roads. On roads. Uh, we all would have been good at that. Uh, um, so what are you doing now? Yeah. Because. Uh, my first memory I don't know why I pause there. Yeah, with you on. being in the media, yeah. I'm watching the MLS. 
yeah. on TV and you're doing co-coms. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sure that sounds right. <laughs> Is it any good? Yeah. yeah. Um, Go on. Yeah, so I suppose like the co-commentary is a big part of what I do now. Yeah. yeah. And really, when I first stopped playing, I probably wasn't sure that was going to fulfil me, if yeah. I'm being brutally honest. Um, I, I found it challenging. I really enjoyed it. And I started doing some games when Cooper and, and Luke Williams yeah. were yeah. the management duo here when I was at Exeter. So obviously it was on my way back to London. Yeah. So through the BBC and Sean, obviously I spoke and said, could I come in and do some games? Um, they did. I did a few football league, league trophy games and yeah. probably the odd league game that year. So I, I'd started doing a little bit. In Scotland, I'd done the odd uh, show for the BBC. I'd uh, done some writing. Um, I'd done some writing quite a lot throughout my career um, and always enjoyed it. So yeah, I had an eye on the future and what I wanted to do. You're never quite sure. Um, so, so yeah, that was the start of it. Obviously, the BBC invested quite heavily in me early on. I mean, put a lot of trust in me. And I did a lot of training and what have you there, which was just a brilliant decision. Um, and I, I got in at Chelsea quite early, given that I was a you know a product of their their youth team, their academy. Got in there covering games as well. So they were my kind of two off the bat, and it's just kind of built from there really. But yeah, just going back to the co-commentary, it, you know, it's a bigger business than I probably first recognised yeah. and it's a tougher skill than I first realised yeah. you've got to be good you've got to be obviously um, well researched but like timing um, your relationship with the person you're working with do's and don'ts you know there's there's loads to to understand I think before you become competent at it so yeah I, I love it now I love going to games and obviously there's so many different leagues so many different mediums now that there's quite a lot of work out there but it's so competitive um, that yeah, I do struggle with it at times because you, you, you worry about the future and exactly what you're going to be doing. But I'd like to think that I'm doing a good job, quite a safe pair of hands. Um, that's a big part of it as well, turning up, doing a good job. Um, and I think I, I do those things. So, no, I, I really enjoy it. I don't, I don't know exactly where the end goal is, but I'm really ambitious. Um, one of my goals was 100% to be on the Football League highlight show. Yeah. I did that for a few years. Yeah, yeah. remembers that. Always seen you on that. Obviously, they've gone a bit of a different direction now, so um, that was a bit of a shame for me personally, but I had a great run on it. I had about three or four years doing it, yeah. and that was one of my goals. And my goal has always been to be a regular co-commentator on um, on the TV games. And yeah. I've done a few for Sky. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it, and that was always one of my ambitions. So when I... You know, think about the last few years. God, it's been, been some tough times because it's tough for all of us when we finish. Um, but yeah, when I sit, take a step back, I think yeah, you've you've achieved, you've done some things that you really oh, you, aspire to do. Um, so we'll see. But um, yeah, I've got a young family as well. Obviously, you boys know that. So like, nothing prepares you for that. So that's a beauty of it because I've got a bit of spare time at home. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm away at weekends quite a lot. But during the week, I can I can take the reins really, and um, yeah, be really hands on, which is lovely. Um, yeah. And when I do get an opportunity to breathe and like think about things, you think that's quite a lot, yeah. not a lot of no. parents uh, get an opportunity to yeah. you know well, pick, pick like, the kids up and whatever. Like in this job, yeah, away all the time. Yeah, yeah, doing podcasts like yeah, you know that's I mean? it. to you know have half your working. <laughs> yeah, but, so you know we're away. Yeah. Every other weekend. Yeah, of we're course. Like out at seven o'clock in the yeah. morning. Most parents, that's the time in it. In the weekends, you yeah. think uh, you you go down the park on the, yeah. the weekend. You know, they're um, 
they're double teaming, aren't they? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and unfortunately, at the, at the moment, uh, I'm away a lot. And my, my partner's got to take the reins on a Saturday and a Sunday, but yeah. that's, that's the give and take, the I suppose, because I'm uh, the balance, sorry, because I'm around a lot during the week. So yeah. it's a constant juggle, but um, no, it's not work really what I'm no. doing at exactly. the moment. As you it's, said, you, you love football, sir. So. Yeah, no. Never do I leave the house and think I can't bother with this today. Never. Yeah. That's the same with me yeah, every day. Yeah. We both we're both the same. Yeah, yeah I'd like to be yeah. doing it more. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't yeah, sure. I haven't got enough work. Yeah. Don't worry about that. But uh, far from it. But when I am employed, <laughs> when I'm going to games or whatever, or going to a studio, you just like and going back to well, part of the answer. When I was a kid, I loved stats, league tables. I could yeah. go to QPR and QPR could lose 3-1, but Ferdinand would score and I'd go, right, he's got 9-11 and 11 now. That was like, I yeah. don't know what that was. It was probably, I love commentators. You know, yeah. I love like Clive Tilsey and Brian Moore and Alan Parry and Gerald yeah, Sinstad, yeah. all those guys. I loved commentary. Um, obviously, I was just, I wouldn't say I was an anorak. I was just obsessed with football. Yeah. So that's part, uh, I love locking myself away now in the office and prepping for a game. Yeah. Like, just like, you've got, you, you just got that football brain though. Like you've, just like writing Charlie Austin scored how many yeah. and he's a, just yeah. writing that. Like, You're, I, like, I like doing that. Yeah. Not because I love Charlie. I love Charlie, but it, it, yeah, just, um, there's something within me. Like, I've always enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. You are very similar just from this conversation mm. to Charlie, really. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if he ever goes down that route. And I know he's done a couple of yeah, TV bits. Of yeah, sports. but he'd, um, uh, he'd, he'd offend everyone though, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's too opinionated, Charlie. That's, yeah. that's where we differ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did an interview with Charlie a few years ago um, and I got that, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got that, you know, having a chat with someone who played the same position yeah. and like probably has lived very, obviously he's done it to a much higher level than me, but, you know, that, that single-mindedness yeah. and yeah, sure. selfishness at times, uh, walking into a, a bar after a game and forever the first question for the last 20 years for Charlie would have been, did you score today? Yeah. And that's like, this can be quite draining when yeah, you're scoring. Sure. Yeah. And this, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's part of the, um, yeah, that's a big part of the job. So Charlie, Charlie will miss that because I, one thing I miss, like not scoring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. scoring a goal, uh, the feeling, the lifestyle, maybe yeah. you know a little bit there with honesty. Yeah. That's what you miss when you pack in, and the, obviously the the adulation from the from the punters. Is what we should have brought him was for Christmas. I got him Clive Tilsley's commentary notes from the ninety two ninety three playoff final, yeah. and it's got every player yeah. and a bit about the player and the team and their form and all the stuff. That'd have been an easy gig because there'd only been twelve, right? Yeah, Talky, twelve. Uh, the, <laughs> was there one, one sub or two? It was just one. I it was think. just one, wasn't I it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was chalky. Was it chalky? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Come on, won the pen. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. we did a thing where we had to name the players, and I said uh, Steve White, and I was wrong. What, yeah. what a man, love him. But mm. there you go. Should we go on to the quiz? Yeah, I think it's time for the quiz, isn't it? So Before we do it, should we talk about our sponsors quickly? So, in for free are our principal sponsor. They're always a huge help. They come in and watch. From time to time, because yeah, that's nice for them to come and do. Um, we've got Mad Mash Media, Matt Edwards, who's behind all the cameras, making the amateur stuff we do look unbelievable. Um, and then we've got Tithe Grove Groundworks that sponsor the quiz, yeah. so that leads us nicely into Jonah's quiz. Good little setup you got here. Yeah. Do you like it? Food for thought, mate. Be my, my podcast will look like this soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll have all those shorts up, shirts I forgot to bring today. <laughs> yeah, it's all come uh, together quite nicely over the years. Yeah, to be fair. Great. 
But um, yeah, so we've got five questions. Um, yeah, What's so, on, Jonah? So it's, you should both know the answers really because Is it's- Is it mainly Swindon? Yes, yeah, sort of based around Swindon your time times. here right. to an extent. And obviously Steve was a fan, right. so- I was there watching. I'm confident. So I think it's, I think it's fairly split. How are we doing this? Is it one each uh, or? Whatever, um, so whatever he's decided on tonight. So we've got the buzzer in the middle. So this oh, yeah. question one is a right. buzzer question, so hands at the ready. We actually didn't speak about this, but obviously from Swindon, you signed for Ipswich for yeah. half a million, which is a lot of money back then. Um, but what I want to know is, can you name three players to have played for both Swindon and Ipswich? Oh my God. I'll have a go. Uh, go on. Uh, Roy Fallon is jumping out to me. Yes. Is he? Oh, I yeah. think he played there. That would have been my third. There oh, I got yeah, I got it, I got it. There got is it. a lot, by the way. I got it, yeah, yeah. Kev Horlock. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is a bit of a stab in the dark, but I'm going to go for it. What did he play? Jonathan Douglas? Yes. Yeah, there it, there's... I couldn't see him in the Ipswich, but there was something in there. There, was, was, a, there was a long list. I, just, I was going with you, Luke Wolf and Danu Shirt is behind you. That's all I'm yeah, Just to say <laughs> names to more. I nearly said Twiney for some reason. I was thinking but he scored the banger there, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. To name some more recent ones, Brett Pittman played there, um, Zaki Fries, um, John Moncler, Massimo Luongo. Did I play for Ipswich, didn't I? Um, yeah, Massimo Luongo. Yeah, Roy, uh, Ronan Murray as well. Ronan Murray. He was obviously, yeah. You got to press the buzzer there and just get your thinking time. Yeah, Johnny, yeah, yeah. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Williams as well, but yeah. Uh, One to you. Comfortable win. Um, so Double question, point, yeah, point, point. question number two. Who scored more goals for Swindon from uh, these two players? What? Was it A, Billy Painter, or B, Simon Cox? Billy Painter. He did, yeah. For a bonus point, how many? Was that on the buzzer as well? Yeah, it was on the buzzer. I'll, let, I'll let you have that. <laughs> so I, probably, I should have said before. Oh, I'll come you, in you, on you, this. you can come in Is on. Is it closest gets the bonus? Yeah. Yeah, go on. No, you, you have your, ga your um, guess and then I'll come in. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, see what I say and then just have a couple on. <laughs> no, what, what do you want to give us a little two... Two, two leeway yeah, to two each leeway. side. Oh, God. Um, 51. That's a good effort, I reckon. Bang on, 51. Is it? Oh, oh it's bang on. <laughs> it's bang on, 51. I thought it would be 50s, yeah. So. I thought we were there, low 50s, I yeah. didn't know that. That was a pure stab in the dark. It was just based on three seasons and then I know there was a season where he scored 20. So, but yeah, he, had, he had three more than Simon Cox. Very Cox he had 48. So. Yeah, but he scored some bangers, didn't he? Yeah. Coxie. Oh, you get the bonus point for the yeah. one there against Warsaw, don't you? Yeah. That's good to play at Clayton Ince, would it? Uh, question number three. This is a who am I? Oh, so this, this is a buzzer, yeah. So this player played for the following clubs in order. Oh. Cardiff, on loan to Hereford, Exeter City, Bristol City, oh. Swindon, Christian Roberts. Yes. Very good. Yeah, makes but sense now, doesn't it? Cardiff, Obviously. Bristol City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? 3-1 to you, is it, Steve? He was um, another one, a bit Danny Invincible-esque, yeah. you know what I mean? Some yeah. days, Yeah, incredible player on his day. Uh, question number four. In the 0-4-5 season, oh, God. what was the highest attendance? Close. <laughs> Home game. Yeah, gone early there, and I. Oh four, oh five. That's oh, that's my last season. Oh, no idea. 
because it didn't say if it was legal. I'll tell you what. The, I'll just go for Bristol City. Yeah. No, the, no, the highest number. So what no, we what do, I should have said it isn't a buzzer question. I've messed this up. So that, what oh, was, I messed it up, sorry. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> the, so the actual attendance, we'll go, to, we'll go whoever gets the closest. So the highest oh, attendance okay. that year. Sorry. We'll go who's the closest. You're not going to tell us who it was against? Uh, yeah, I know who it was against. On, it was against, was against Bournemouth. Was it? Yeah. Here against Bournemouth must have been over Christmas, was it? Possibly. I'm not sure, but I just know it was against Bournemouth. So we'll go whoever gets the closest. Against Bournemouth. I'm never getting back then. I'm going to say 9,432. I'll go... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Closest two? Yeah. He's got nine. Oh, it'd be more than that. Uh, Do you think? Uh, more than nine? Uh, it, just to put it into context, your debut, Yeah. there was only 5,700 and something here again, really? Barnsley. Yeah. Oh, I'm going more. Ten. It was 8,275, and that was the That's highest that year. You've literally tried to give me that, haven't you? Yeah, he's tried. Yeah. I tried to help you get back yeah, in Yeah, I know, that, I know, I know. Is there any yeah. more? Can I get back in We've it? We've got one more question. Oh, right. Three so. points. Yeah, three <laughs> points. Yeah, we did it last time, we do it anyway. This is a buzzer question, sorry. Uh, this is a never played for, so he played for the following clubs mm. in this order as well. Uh, so he started Bristol Rovers, went to Torquay, Reading, Swindon, Swansea, come back on loan to Swindon from Swansea. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Thank yeah. you. All right, yeah. Gurns. Yeah. 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 We had mentioned them. So what was the 4-2, was it? 4-2. Steve won a quiz. I won a quiz. Just Do you to, normally get he, beaten? He, oh, I always I don't, get beaten. I can't remember the last time you won one, to be fair. Uh, wow. No, what's I, that, what's I, this all about? I genuinely can't remember the last time. It usually ends in you... Losing my head yeah, going off because I'm so. yeah. cheated out of a win. I didn't think I was too bad either. I've no, lost that no, and right. the shirt is the worst um, ever. <laughs> well. I'm thinking like the, the modern day player though. They're, they're yeah, into, they're I on don't it. Know, yeah. Yeah, I, don't I, should, why. I should have picked Naughty's football kits. Yeah. Because then you'd have probably would have played in and against. It's just funny how like, yeah, funny how that's your thing, isn't it? Mm. It was me, I could probably be at a game and not really taking the sponsor. Yeah, yeah. whereas we like. The shirt numbers is yeah. one as well. Um, Matt um, Davis-Adams, who I work with at Chelsea and do the EFL podcast with, like squad number, loves it. Yeah. Oh, like, we could tell you every like, squad yeah, we, number. We'll give player. me 10 players that have won the eight for Chelsea. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know one. Yeah. Just, not, just not my thing. But we play, need to do a quiz somewhere. Yeah. Where we go through squad numbers of people yeah. that have played mm. here. And we, people love that. But players yeah, love yeah. shirts now. Like, I don't yeah. know if it, was, if it was like it when you played. But how, how could I? Just, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, players like swapping shirts these days, they always want to take their shirt home, which does our, does our head in. But yeah. they just, the amount of people, players that are swapping shirts like with players that they used to play with yeah. and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's mental. It's mm, great. It's they it's seem mental. to love it right. these days. Well, I've won a quiz. Well done, mate. So I'm chuffed. Yeah, we'll take um, that. I'll I think it's about time. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> uh, why is he coming for me? <laughs> but brilliant. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Sam. Thanks no for coming in. Uh, don't forget to send that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. I'll give you a little taste in there with some biscuits. Oh, just to say it. sorry, but I will, I will give you a shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. No, problem. no, brilliant. Cheers for your time, Sam. It's been a pleasure. No um, we'll see you all next time for another episode of Love for Gitmar. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.